Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, your favorite nostalgic rewatch podcast. And first things first, let me introduce myself. This is a mockumentary, so I have to talk to you. Uh, My name is Felipe, and I am the titular Brazilian Dragon. And today we are talking about the 2000 DCOM Quints, starring Kimberly J. Brown. And I'm not alone. I had to bring in some people to help me discuss it. Since they are legally not allowed to talk about it on their podcast, uh, they had to come here. The, it is the shit 90s girls taught me. Uh, I think I said it wrong for sure, but the shit 90s ladies. Uh, and first things first, let me introduce someone. She is not Fiona. She is Sarah. But Sarah, how are you doing? I'm feeling a little unhinged. I'm not going to lie. I watched this movie at 2.30 a.m. last oh night. Oh, my. Uh, so this might be like full chaos. Uh, <laughs> I'm just Ooh. feeling like my Aries moon energy coming in hot. Well, uh, I think it, that's going to make for a great podcast. So I can only hope. Yes. And up by her side, she is never a dragola. It is Jess. Jess Sterling. How are you doing, Jessica? Um, I heard you were talking about children, so naturally I had to be invited as someone who just usually despises them. <laughs> exactly. Are these what what size children were all the children in this movie? Uh, well, most of them were smalls, except for uh, smalls, you know Jamie Grover, who's yeah, she's probably a large by fourteen. Yeah, yeah. but she's I an know. immature large. How old was uh, Marnie in the first Halloween Town? I think thirteen. Okay, because right? I was like, I felt like she was younger, but then this movie, I was like... It's around the same age. She's that, like, annoying, like, pre-teen, te- young teen-ish, where she's like, oh, I hate my parents, but also pay attention to me. Yeah. Uh, I, this might be a hot take. I think I like Jamie more than I like Marnie in the first Halloween town. Oh, it's not a hot take. I feel the same exact way. Okay. Well, you two famously hate Marnie. Because she thinks she's hot stuff, and she's just not. Like... Yeah. She has no powers. She just wants all the fun with none of the responsibility of actually being a witch. Yeah, she the 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 main issue is that she thinks that she's hot stuff and she doesn't even she's a muggle. Like she has no powers yeah. at all. And then she's like, I saved the day. And it's like, like you, you did didn't. nothing, girl. You did yeah. nothing. Your sister did everything actually. And she's yeah. like 10. So how does that make you feel? Right. At even younger. Better than Dylan. Dylan is the worst. Oh my god. <laughs> That minkus looking mother effer. That guy, he's the worst. I love how you said that. The like mid sip, you like had to stop drinking your tea. I had so, like, to. You're like, and then the the reaction you had as well. That was that was priceless. <laughs> anyway, so what was your familiarity with Quince? Were you like big fans growing up? And then 
I don't even remember how we got started on this podcast. Was it just because like you wanted to talk about this movie? You mentioned it offhand on a podcast, and I was like, well, you can talk about it on this, and you can't talk about it on your podcast legally. I feel like we definitely mentioned it at some point. I know I watched it a bunch when I was a kid. I was really into like decoms. This was one that was like in my rotation. I don't like if I'm being honest, I don't remember why I was so fascinated by it. I think it's like when you're a kid, you're always fascinated by like twins and like multiples. And so something about the idea of like this girl having quints seemed ridiculous. Um so yeah, like I don't know. I think that's probably what prompted the podcast. Was like Sarah and I had talked about it at some point. But Sarah, what about you? Did you watch this movie as a child? Yeah, I definitely did. Like while normal children have the fascination with twins and triplets, I don't know why, but my young brain like was really interested in like the mechanics of pregnancy. Like I talk about on shit nineties <laughs> shows taught me that. I used to watch like nine months and junior and all these like random pregnancy movies a lot. I don't know why. Um, so I think like Quince was like very interesting to me. Of course, I knew Kimberly J. Brown from Halloween Town back in the day. And I think how we landed on Quince is that uh, we had like wildly um probably like undeserved hot takes against Kimberly J. Brown. And I think that we said that like, we were not going to talk about like any decoms unless it was Quince. And I don't know why we were so like passionate about the Quince, but like, there's so many other decoms I can think of that. Like, I think are better. actual better movies. Yeah. But, than, uh, we than were just, Quince. we just like found ourselves like our own stand and we're like, screw all the other decoms. Like, we're only talking about Quince. And it's probably because of Kimberly J. Brown. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Although the cast was pretty stacked. Like, I think everyone but Mr. Blackmer had a Wikipedia page. Um, insane that we have now talked, Sarah, about Daniel Roebuck two days in a row. We just recently <laughs> recorded a Final Fantasy, or excuse me, Final Fantasy, Final Destination podcast. Literally, what are the odds? He's in everything. Like, he's in Lost. He's yeah, I was in gonna this. Be like, like, he's in everything. I recognized him my first watch of the movie. I was like, who is this? I know this man. And then I, like, looked at his Wikipedia and was like, oh, Dr. Arts. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I recognized, uh, I'm trying to remember, is it, is it, Shadia, Shadia, I think it's Shadia Simmons. Um, she is in the decom, the color, the color of, friendship, of friendship, yeah, which I remembered, and um, also Xenon too. Yes, yes. So she's very recognizable. And then, like, come on now, Jake Epstein. Like, if you don't know Jake Epstein as Craig from Degrassi, oh, what so are I was you ask if Sarah knew him as a Broadway guy because I went to his Wikipedia and he has a stacked Broadway credentials. Oh, oh, let me look. Do you, Sarah? Let me look. I don't recognize him by his face but let me see like what theater he's been in um but who did he play i can't even he remember. plays brad who's like one of the friends right so like it's her oh, guy friend who's like very shit? good at science oh, that guy was him. overacting with his eyes anytime he was not talking yeah. he was just like you could tell he was like the camera's on me i have to like act mm -hmm. over and i was like i could yeah that dude uh, offended me and he didn't even do anything wrong. I was just like, why are you like flexing on me? I'm stupid. Like, because he's like a science superstar, but his parents don't give an F about him. And he's jealous because Jamie's oh. family cares enough about her to name her after her father. Okay. I'm not going to lie. He's extremely talented. He was the original Melchior Gabor in Spring Awakening. And that's kind of like 
my show that I'm like, that is literally the best show in the universe. So I take it all back. He's very talented, but he's just a little <laughs> fucker when he was a kid. Sarah, can I also just let you know that when he played Craig Manning in Degrassi, he sings a song to one of the girls he likes in the show. And I literally had that song. I downloaded it through like Napster or something ridiculous. Like what was that ice one? There was like a there's a green well, one. There was LimeWire. LimeWire and FrostWire or something. Yeah. I when LimeWire got shut down or yes. vice versa. I downloaded that song illegally, added it onto my MP3 player, not even an iPod back in the day, folks. Like it held like literally 30 songs. And it was one of the 30 songs that was on my MP3 player because I loved that song so much. And it's not even that good, friends. It's I take not it back. He good. was not the original Melchior Gabor, so he sucks again. <laughs> He was the Melchior Gabor on tour. That's yeah. second-rate Melchior Gabor. I mean, but still, he was Broadway levels. No, no, no okay, you suck. Fine. Get out of here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, and then also, uh, I recognized uh, the guy who played Albert. His voice—he was like had a really good voice. Let, let me just state that. Vince but, uh, Carraza. Yeah, he was um uh someone in Kingdom Hearts. I don't remember who exactly. Let me. Oh my gosh! It. Apparently, he was in Cheetah Girls. Who yes. knew? He was also like I think he was the villain in Cheetah Girls. Okay, like, I think like that the more importantly, producer. he plays a Tuxedo Mask in Sailor Moon. Yes, I I didn't know who who would have gotten that, but uh, like I didn't know I didn't know you were a Sailor Moon person, Sarah. Fighting evil by daylight, winning love by nightlight, or whatever it's called. Nightlight, yeah. Never turning up a good fight. She's the one named Sailor Moon. Yeah. And if you realize, if you ever wondered, hey Sarah, you seem pretty cool. Like, how are you doing podcasting right now and not doing something like actually cool? I'd be like, because I was a Sailor Moon fan as a child. (laughs) Um, and of course, the main <gasps> bitch was my favorite, and nobody likes her. Can I tell you what, this is because man, she's the main character? Yeah, yeah she loves every main character that's ever lived because she's broken sometimes. Can I tell you who else this man voiced? He voiced a character from Brace, Brace Face. Face. Yeah. Oh, I love Brace Face. So, of course you did. I knew you would love Brace Face because you're like blonde girl on TV. Count yeah. me in. Um, brace face. My life is complicated. Boyfriends. Yes. Don't, don't want to talk about, about it. Teenage. Felipe, do you know brace face or you're probably a little too young? I had heard of it. I have never seen an episode. Or it was basically she, this girl, girl who got braces, who had braces, braces, but then like she like set off like satellites around. And, it like, gave got her magic like superpowers, powers. which, okay. This is like a very strange story, but I was fully convinced I was brace face because I thought that like, I thought I was in math class once and I thought that I picked up some radio signals. Who is surprised? Maybe it was just trauma speaking, but I fully thought. I was brace face. Well, the the main thing to note about brace face is that Alicia Silverstone is Sharon Spitz, who's the main character. The mom in the babysitters club. What? Oh my word. Oh my. He did That's not the first credit I could think disrespect. of. <laughs> the absolute disrespect to share from Clueless. Oh my god, I'm not the mom from Babysitter's Club. Oh uh, my feelings that was, are hurt. I mean, Babysitter's Club is more top of mind for me than Clueless recently. Oh um god. maybe anyway. for Sarah too. Oh anyway, moving on from that topic before I yeah. just keel over from old age. <laughs> um 
yeah the so the st- the cast is like honestly pretty impressively stacked considering yeah. it is a decom and like the lady who played fiona was like on snl robin duke so uh elizabeth moorhead i've seen her in some stuff before who, so. yeah elizabeth moorhead who is this like princess diana wannabe <laughs> she was you know, uh oh go ahead i was just gonna say do you know what i feel like she inspired you remember the show on tlc john and kate plus eight where they had like eight kids or whatever Mm -hmm. this lady in this in this movie her hair was exactly like the kate hairstyle Uh, and i'm like this kate watched the quince and was like i'm gonna do that oh no she watched it as like a parenting guide she did. She's yeah. like, this is how you handle Quince. You get a nanny named Fiona who numbers your children instead of calling them by their names. Totally normal. Yes. Uh, yeah, Fiona was interesting. We'll get to her. Uh, but I I enjoyed the movie. I, I didn't remember. Like, I remember seeing it one time, like, at 3 a.m. when, like, this was, like, airing on the later side. Uh, they put, like, old decoms later. Uh, so I didn't remember most of this movie i remember like just like the montage scene of them like changing the baby's uh baby room but um yeah i have thoughts and like i told you in the pre-show this movie made me cry <laughs> i think i was just exhausted and then all of a sudden i like felt like a tank of emotion um maybe i cry three different times and i'll point them out <laughs> oh my lord um, this movie's only an hour and a half long felipe <laughs> listen that Sometimes was after, gotta let like, it out. A- I think that was like after a 12 hour day at work that I had woken up. Oh, okay. So like in a couple of days in a row of just like exhaustion. So I think, but I thought it was hilarious afterwards in hindsight that I was like, this movie is the first decom that made me cry in this whole project of Brazilian dragon (laughs) stuff. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get, I I need to know, I need to know what got you. Yeah. Sometimes like the emotions just come like, yeah so we'll have to break it down listen, i wasn't sobbing i wasn't like fully like uh, devastated i just like the tears started trickling maybe a little maybe a little, maybe a little. yeah a little. um it's okay so anyways first things first i want to ask what you think of like the mockumentary style and like the style of this movie like she's talking to the audience and she does a lot of like lying to the audience like come on you didn't think i really did this or my school was really like this and that's like some like overall big picture sort of question that i want to ask I I thought that like okay so I don't think it's like so uncommon for like a decom or a Nickelodeon show or anything like that to start with that bit. Normally yeah. we see something like it and then sh- they stop. Yeah. But she kept on going. She yeah. was like she was like she just never stopped. And I think that like I thought that it was like cute and quirky at first and then I'm like are you ever going to stop breaking the fourth wall? The answer is no. No. But in general, I love mockumentaries. Like, thinking to, like, best in show. Um, Like, I love mockumentaries. But um, she had a lot to say to the camera. Yeah, Jessica? Yeah, this style is not for me. It was, like, very cheesy and, like, heavy-handed and it just kept happening and at a certain point i was like oh this is a full movie thing like i thought it might be like just the intro and then that was all that was gonna be everything but no this girl just constantly like hamming it up to the camera and i was like all right calm down genie that's enough now kimberly j brown fashion she's like i'm the star you take a back seat you're gonna listen to me yeah no Mm -hmm. i 
it was like really annoying at the beginning, but I think it like grew on me. Like it just like got because it was so frequent. Uh, the thing that bothered me was like the the whole uh, come on, you didn't really think that happened. Like and then yeah. just but like at the end, it was just for that punchline for like the septuplets. Uh, and she was like, why come on, have it. Felipe, why is she trying to trick us? Like, we're trying to be her friends. Like, why is she pranking us? Like, lie to everybody else, but not us. Like, you and me are friends, Jamie Grover. Like, you don't have to tr- fool us all the time. I don't know. She 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 just likes to emotionally manipulate her friends. She's a joker, that one. <laughs> full, of, full of pranks. Yeah. James Hewling, where are you at? <laughs> no, pop out of a box and be yeah. like, "Surprise! You get yeah. triplets. You get quadruplets." <laughs> yeah. So she introduces herself, the the her pre quince life, uh, including her dad, her mom, her friends, her house, her town, her school. I love the like shot of her just walking down the town. It's like this is Milford or whatever the town name was. I like yeah, it was Milford. It's Milford's like, so cute. Yeah, that town street was kind of adorable that she like oh. walked by. Love oh. suburbia. Yes. Where I do you think know. this is located? I think um, I read online it was like somewhere near Massachusetts or something like that is what it was supposed to be. See. Yeah. Felipe, do you recognize it? No, I don't recognize it. Uh, it felt like Pennsylvania. Like, it I, looks I, like a New Jersey town, to be honest yeah. with you. What yeah. do you think of her yellow house? A, uh, a little, it seemed a little small. Honestly, I was so distracted by what she was wearing. Anytime Perfect. she was in the Did you scene. pull fashion things? I forgot to ask you in the Oh, my God. I didn't because literally we'd be here for an hour just <laughs> to discuss the fashion. All I need to know is – I need to note about her is literally this girl never wears pants that go down to her shoes. They're <laughs> like uh, – there's always a solid like five inches of ankle available. ankle moment. Yes. But forever, for life, always ankling all the time. Would you buy a house that's yellow? Um, I feel like it's a bold choice. You have to be a happy person to move into a yellow house. <laughs> you have to be a happy person. <laughs> so that just doesn't work for you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's too happy. Too happy. Uh, I, I feel like I don't know if yellow is the color I would choose. I would buy a house, whatever color it is, if it was like a good house. And then you can I look like, at it that uncommon to have yellow houses. Like if it's like a market, pale yellow. The housing market is dire right now. We'll take what we can get. Is it my first choice? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but it, maybe you could you could give us advice when we get to the scene of the interior design for the baby room. Oh my god! The fact the, that it okay. takes months. the best room in the house is actually like the attic slash baby room it's very spacious surprisingly i don't know how jamie wasn't already like in that room to begin with that would be immediately like a dibs cult yep exactly um but so we also meet her friends and we get to meet brad and they do the report card thing and they're like we want a's which i thought was very cute i feel like that is probably one of the most like memorable moments i don't know that really stuck with me um back from like remembering i never did this there's no a's <laughs> i would never do this either i'd be so afraid that like if i didn't get better grades than everybody else like i don't want to reveal my grades in front of exactly. everyone yeah, Felipe, no, how it. many a's do you have on a standard report card uh i was a good student like so yeah. it depended on like i know where you went to college 
I, I was I was good at the school studying studying, but I was bullied a lot, so I had a lot of emotional trauma to like yeah. bring down my like credibility in middle school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a few but, E's were found on the report cards. Yeah. Well, it depends on the subject. Like math, every once in a while, I would struggle. It depended. Like math was very inconsistent with me. It depended on the unit. Mm-hmm. Like the type of math. Yeah. That yeah, because I was good at algebra, but like geometry, me and her are ops for life. Yeah. yeah. When am I gonna need to know? Like the the degrees in a triangle, like when it, is it ever relevant? Yeah, teachers who are like, oh, you won't always have a calculator on you. It's like, ha, jokes on you. I have a smartphone. <laughs> so the funny thing is that I do need to know a bit of geometry for my job in furniture oh. design. So I was um, just dragging you and your coworkers just now. The good news is is that AutoCAD does all the work for me. So Ooh. is this uh, podcast sponsored by AutoCAD? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Please follow AutoCAD for all of your digital drawing needs. Um, that is A-U-T-O-C-A-D. We love it. Uh, promo code. Uh, yeah, Autodesk <laughs> rules my life. Yeah. Uh, but we get we get to meet Zoe and Brad. And Zoe is like, Jamie, join the art club. And then uh, she's like, no, I need to do science. So we get to know like the familial pressure that her parents want her to do well in science so she can get into the GW magnet school to go to college. Um, which I'm like, that's not the only path to get into college, which I was screaming at the TV. Um, yeah, I repeatedly throughout this movie, I because I thought going in that it would be like a whole Marnie situation again where I was like, oh, Jamie's so annoying. But honestly, for like 80% of the film, I was like, actually, her parents really suck and she's yeah. fine. Even before, like, the queens were born. I feel like after the queens are born, like, we can, like, extend a little bit of race. Like, they're so overwhelmed at of times. Of course. But, uh, yeah, no, in the pre-queen pre, uh, life, they were, like, so much pressure. Like, her mom, she walks into the newspaper stand and is like, I'm on the phone with some guy trying to get you an internship. And then the dad is, like, saying, you have to stick with the plan. Like, if I heard the plan one more time. Yeah, was gonna, like, it was too him. much about the plan. Like, this poor girl, like, she hates science. And it's very obvious. But her parents are putting so much pressure on her to do well in science and to go to some George W. Bush, I don't know, George Washington. Washington. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Science school for whatever's. When she obviously hates science. Like, she seems like she's a decent student. So yeah. I don't know why they like look at her report card and are like, Al, I guess it's okay. It's she like, oh my sneeze, Jess. Oh, was she? I like yeah. obviously I missed that part. Well, the second time they get the, uh, their report, I was going to say degrees, their report cards, uh, uh, Brad's like, oh, no C's, Jamie. Good for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, that's not very good. That's not going to get you into- she doing so poorly in school? She's a dumb dumb. I don't know. <laughs> is that the true tea? Is is Jamie actually pretty dumb? She's well, kind of a dumb dumb. We see her science fair project. Uh, what do you think of it? Like lighting things up with onions? This is like a third grader's science project. No wonder she didn't get the blue ribbon. Yeah, obviously, well, what's his yeah. face? Brad was better because he I actually did something cool. I don't know what he what he did. It looked like some sort of like windmill thing. But yeah, like comparatively. Yeah. It also looked a lot more like high budget <laughs> yeah yeah she's like look i bought an onion and stuck wires in it woo like girl you didn't spend any time on this no wonder you didn't win did you have any go-to science here projects whenever you had to do something like an experiment that you would like rinse and repeat because i definitely had one like every year i would like basically the do some variation of the same, same project one 
well, we didn't have science fair like it was yeah. just like in class we had to do like a science experiment and like do like hmm. the i remember method. and uh every year mine was about uh melting ice like one year it was like how much salt melts ice like uh. that melt ice. the other year was like light exposure like light melting ice so i would always like you're like really a big fan of ice huh yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't remember having science fairs. I'm sure we did have one at least, but I don't, I don't recall having to do any of this type of stuff. Like, I don't even think we did the volcano thing, which I, I never remember. made a volcano either. <gasps> we did a project where we had to use, we had to make, s- oh, you know what we had to do? It was for earth science. We had to use cake and candy and like desserts to show like rock formations and like you know sedimentary with like the layers and like what would happen if like tectonic shifts and all that that was a fun project because after you got to eat it baby whoa you know i was there for that you unlocked a sense memory me the first day of eighth grade we had to do a science project and she gave everyone m&ms and we had to put them in like petri dishes of water and milk (gasps) yeah oh ew but then we got to eat the rest of the M&M's that we didn't use. Oh, good. The rest. Yeah. yeah. Was it to see, like, if the color would come off of the M&M's Yeah, it was to see, like, what, yeah. That makes sense. Um, speaking of the M&M's have been kind of, like, having their moment. Uh, M&M's have had their moment. This week. Like, the fashion, oh, yeah. their fashion is changing. They're, yeah, they're they're in the news because they're going to make, like, M&M's more inclusive yeah. and won't have more individual personalities. And I'm not going on Twitter unless it's like on the podcast account. So something did trickle into my feed that was like the orange one has anxiety, so it's so relatable. <laughs> oh, that's very cute. I just yeah. remember the green one was the the only girl, and she had to be like sexy because she had these like big white. Boots well, so that's on. a big thing that they're like she's wearing uh, sneakers now. Yeah, because like, yeah. it's like why is the only girl have to be sexy? Well, like the brown one's lip. a girl too. Oh, you're right. The brown one is the girl. She's just not as prevalent, I think. Yeah. She's not around as much. It's all about the green or not the green. It's all about the yellow one and the red one. I mean, yeah. because they're the classics. They're peanut the butter M and M's are better than either of them. I do love special M and M's too. <gasps> do you remember the crispy yeah, M and M's? They got rid yeah. of those for a while and then they brought them back, and I was like, "Yes, bitch," because those are my five. I to see the crispy nice M and M's. I don't think I ever had them. Crispy M and M's. They're good. They brought. They left. They were like a light blue packaging, and then they came back, and they're like a kind of like a lime green, like a little bit. A softer than a lime green color. Ooh, uh, I they're delicious. I'm tempted to go find some crispy M and M's after this. Yeah, I'm also sorry we're we're getting off track about M and M's. Just but... okay, in my opinion. Okay. Next next snack bracket for the S90s pod is an M and M's pod. All <laughs> M&Ms. oh, that would be fun. But I still I, mean, I think that we don't need to do. I think peanut M and M's would peanut butter M and M's would win. Peanut butter yeah. M's probably would win. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think that we need to get. And go it's that so far. subjective. I think. Well, I mean, obviously our last bracket was as well, but like. I think all M&Ms are good M&Ms, but, you know. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Where will we, no. What do we even get on track? Well, oh, so the, cr- the report the, cards. Yeah, so Jamie is like, I wish, his, my, I wish my parents wouldn't uh, be the keep me as the center of attention because they go to science fair. Brad's parents aren't there, but he gets blue ribbon, and they congratulate him. And then she's like, I wish I wasn't the center of attention. And then we transition, and mom is, like, pregnant. She's like, how do we tell Jamie? And then... I don't know if you also picked up on this. Anytime they use like adjectives in this movie, they would try to use it in pairs of five. Like so, the dad is oh, like, yeah. "I'm your mom is really, 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 really pregnant." Yeah, um, I did notice and that. And then Albert does it too later on. Um, 
I think she even mentions it that Albert likes to talk in like fives. Um, but so that we get this time lapse scene, and I had very much issues with the scene because we go through all the months, but if you look at the mom, her belly doesn't grow. Yeah, that was I think like the biggest um like uh, like oversight is that we're watching this like prolonged like um segment and the months change and we see the furniture like switching out and painting and all that jazz and yeah there's no progress um but also that means like it took like a full month to lay out a tarp and that was that would be insane it was wild to me they don't even have it's so funny that it's like she has no belly up until they're about to show her like going into labor which i hate to break it to anybody but like if you're having quince there's no way first of all you're going full term second of all they're letting you go into labor you're scheduling a cesarean section ma'am like get out of town with this probably at like 30 weeks yes there's no way they're letting you go full term with five babies kicking around in the there you know what i mean like geez have you ever met a quince or any like what's the most number of twin like have you met because like, i have a pair of triplets twins. Like, yeah uh, and also triplet sets but i think twins i don't know that i've met triplets i don't think i've met triplets yeah um i remember when i was in middle school octomom was a big deal because yes yeah you know. how did this happen how I mean, did they dr did arts they... got some powerful swimmers <laughs> usually it's fertility treatments that causes such a big set of multiples it seems like it was an overall surprise now once you're over the age of 30 your chance of multiples does at least duplicate so or like multiple i'm sorry wait what yeah. age did you just say 30. over the age of 30 oh god help me so if you're over 30 then you're more likely to have sets of multiples. And I think like the mom is probably early forties or something in this movie. So yeah, like, is it likely that she got pregnant on accident and it was multiples? Yes. Five. I don't know how that's possible. Five is a lot. Like, I don't know how people, how, how people, how I do know somebody that conceived triplets naturally, but five, I don't know. Yeah. Seems like a lot. So they were kept talking about how quints were not part of the plan. Um, was wearing uh, protection part of the plan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if they, uh-huh. I feel like they weren't ready for any babies, let alone five. Um, okay, yeah. hold on. Quintuplets occur naturally one in 55 million births. The I'll... first quintuplets known to survive infancy were the identical female Canadian Dion quintuplets born in 1934. Are any of them still with us? Uh, probably not. Probably. That's wild. Yeah. There's a whole movie about them? Uh, looks like it, yeah. So, um, it's 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 not Annette common. and Cecile are alive, if anyone cares. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Wild a famous news. set of all-girl quintuplets are the Busby Quints from the TV series Outdaughtered. Um... Now, yes, so they have a TLC show because where else would this go? Of course. Okay, their daughters are named Ava, Olivia, Hazel, Riley, and Parker. Um, and there's 66 episodes, but did it happen? Did they conceive naturally? No, they struggled with infertility and they had um 
uh in intro yeah exactly so i i i i would say that like the grover quintuplets are probably natural but i don't know if it happens like very often ever yeah apparently the dad is like soups fertile mm-hmm. so is she this fertile myrtle over there is this I my mean- worst nightmare Yes. yes. Would I rather drown myself than have quintuplets? Yes. yes. Dr. Arts really said boom. <laughs> like, he, that was a bang. Yeah. Like, it like, seems like, oh, honestly, God. a nightmare to be like, I have this whole plan. Like, I'm literally in school right now. My one kid is like, you know, on her way to graduation. Oopsies. Five more kids show up. Yeah, they're almost empty nesters. Yeah. Yes. Um. Did they say that? Uh, I did like the scene where, like, every time the baby came out, uh, they would be like, "It's a boy," and then they would uh, they would hand out lollipops out. to the uh, to the guy who kind of looked a little like David Schwimmer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got like three boys and two girls. Yes, and they named them A B C D E. Uh, oh, did Abby, they? Adam, Becky, Charlie, uh, Debbie, and Eddie. A lot of E sounds. Yeah, uh, I remember. Okay, Eddie is a cute is kind of cute and i like how eddie's like this wasn't he like the smiley baby yeah he's the one with the dimples he, i think yes eddie pro eddie adam's the big the big boy the number he's the one, one who gets sick he got sick um becky and debbie are trash names no offense <laughs> No and, offense to anybody named but, Becky but or Debbie. They didn't even name her Rebecca or Deborah. They just went for the like Becky uh, or yes. Charles. Straight up. Becky. Yeah. yeah. And then what was the middle? The middle Charlie. boy? Yeah. Charlie, Charlie is, is a great name. name. That's a great yeah, name. Charlie's I mean, that's name. a timeless name. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the fact that like Jamie also has a like an E name. They have well, but we need to talk about the fact that Jamie is named after her father. Her father's name is James. Oh. Yeah. I, I I was like Jim, what? and then as you were saying, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't, what's the mom's name? Nancy. Nancy. Okay. Nancy. Yeah. Nancy. I don't know if it's said. I just know that that's what IMDb claims. Okay. It's definitely it, said. It's maybe Albert said point. it or something. Yeah. Yeah, but regardless, um, it's cute that they did like an A B C D E thing rather than naming them F-U. all like similar names like Olivia, Olivia. Livy, like you know what I mean? Like when people do that, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so confusing. You're just roasting like, like the Quint family that I just named. Yes. Basically. I like when they have uh like a theme, but then they have to do it for every baby. Like this baby, they Adam is an Adamy. Like oh, Adam's the only one without like the E the sound. E yeah. Interesting. I had not noticed. Like, I that. have a friend and she is one of five sisters, and they all like her name's Olivia, and then her sister's like Camila. So that's all like the A sound sound. Um, that's fine. I just yeah. don't like when it's all like um like the Kardashians, right? Like it's all like starts with a K. Like I think yeah. that's a bit like much. There was um a family, uh like their dad worked at the high school I went to and then so like all the kids went there too um and they like had nine babies throughout their life oh my god yeah not I don't think they had any twins but they all ended that sounds worse that's worse if they had nine separate children yeah uh the kid in my grade was Chandler and then like his brother was Kiefer so they all ended in R Uh, E-R yeah interesting I don't know I would name my kid Adam Becky Char. well maybe Charlie Charlie's cute. no Debbie. Do you have any like no, top of mind like 
names that you like are very partial towards or is that a, yeah. a conversation that is a secret for now oh uh no i like for a boy i've always liked the name elliot it's my favorite baby name and then for a girl um well i really really like the name Margot, especially with, with my fiance yeah with the t with my fiance's last name marks because Margot Marks sounds like that bitch. A celebrity. Like Mark. No, oh, no, no uh, Margot Marks sounds like she's going to be famous. Yeah, like yeah. power name Margot Marks, like yeah. phenomenal. But I, I do like the name Charlie, and I, I've liked before, like Charlotte, and then like the nickname being Charlie, Char- like the How- Charlie. Yeah. However, I will say it's gotten really popular lately. Yep. So I'm off, I'm off of it. Everyone's yeah. named Charlotte with the nickname Charlie. So I'm off of it. Yeah. What about you, Jessica? Uh, I really don't have like a huge list. Um, I like my own last name as a first name. Sterling, uh, Sterling, Sterling, oh. Sterling, Afferty. So that's an option. Someone did that recently. Um, Raven. Are you talking? Are you? I was gonna say you're talking about Samantha or not Samantha Miranda on um no. No. Okay. Like uh, well, yeah, she did that um, from Sex and City Brady back um, in the day. But I wasn't talking about that. I was going to say um, uh, a a couple from like Bachelor in Paradise just had their baby, and um, her name is Raven Gates and oh. Adam something something, and they just had a baby boy like this week, and they named the baby Gates. So it's that's cute. Gates something something something. Whatever his last yeah. name is. My issue with that couple is people love to forget that Adam was the guy with the creepy doll on Rachel's season. Uh, yeah, I did forget Wait, that. He had a creepy doll? Yeah, yeah, like his whole thing, he brought like a creepy doll like a for his first impression. Size? And then it was like a medium, if we're talking um, like, me- like children size. Children sizes, yeah. I hate that. Um, and then like every once in a while, the editors would just like put the doll in the background of the frame. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just so creepy. Don't like that. I do yeah. remember. I-, I really like the name Vanessa. That's a name that I like. Oh, Vanessa. Yeah. That's yeah. cute. Vanessa's a snazzy name. I like Veronica. I, I like Claudia. I like my mom wanted to name me Veronica, but my dad like or my niece named Veronica. You would be a good Veronica. Would you call me V? I yeah, I would. V. Uh, yeah, one I of would. the main characters on our show is uh, Veronica. Veronica Sandoval. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Your real job. Yes. Okay. Got it. Um, Got it. Yeah, I like the name Veronica. I like the, like the, uh, I like the fact that like there's not a lot of opportunities for those names to be tainted because they're more rare. They're like not uncommon, but they're like rare. Like I feel like a lot of names that I like have been tainted by people I don't like. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yep. I know what you mean. Wait, did yeah. I say that I like the name Veronica? Who said At that? At some point, you did. Just yes. th- just now, literally yeah. just Yes, now. ma'am. <laughs> Girl, you're drinking a cold brew. What are you doing? Uh, don't stay up so late. Yeah, I was up I mean, really late. I had to watch the movie. Okay, I, I went to sleep late. at 9 o'clock. Then I woke up at 2.30 and then I said, <gasps> better watch Quince. Ma'am. And then I went back to sleep at 4.30. Ma'am, we're recording at like noon. You had plenty of time in the a.m. to watch I, Quince. I, I was but like, gotta watch let, it. Let Sarah sleep in oh if she wants to. Yeah. No, I didn't sleep in. I woke up at 8. Oh. Life yeah. is weird. So like, would, do you think, would you care if there was like a set of Quince in your neighborhood? No. No, like you want to roll up. In fact, up to I absolutely avoid them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I I think that like if I had the means, like 
I would donate like a box of diapers, a box of diapers or something like they like, especially after watching this movie, I just felt so bad for them that I was yeah. like, oh, God, like, please make them all stop. Like, I'll help you whatever you need if you just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, um, and I, I do think like I've heard that like neighbors volunteer to help. Um, so they don't have Not to these neighbors, they didn't care. <laughs> no, these neighbors, all they did was like come and like take pictures of them, like, like they were them. the local yeah. celebrities. Um, but nobody offered to help them, they had to hire this mm-hmm. like nanny. Just knowing you two, I feel like it would really annoy you if like all these people were trying to come see your baby at your own home when you are sleepy and like your baby can't even do much to like no one is allowed to come into my house at that point. Like just leave me alone, please. Like I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to look at you, like I don't want anything to do with anybody. Yeah, honestly, usually how it is. (laughs) And Mr. Blackmore at this time is like, Jamie, you can join art club still. Uh, and she's like, Okay, she'll think about it. Meanwhile, the parents hire Fiona to be mm-hmm. the baby nurse and she's like so zoe and jamie are there and uh jamie is just uh standing there and she's like who are you and she's like i'm jamie oh this God. is zoe and she's like only immediately family in fiona's palace or whatever Why? she's like okay goodbye zoe like i think I fiona's want more racist. help fiona is kind of the worst like the yeah. fact that she doesn't call the babies by their names is upsetting however i will say to give fiona like a smidge this is the only credit i will give fiona and then we can trash her is that i've heard with multiples i don't know about quince i've only heard this with twins you like do want them to be on the same schedule in terms of like yeah. eating and sleeping and all that For so sure, like cause... i understand the drive to do that However, ma'am, first of all, you can't handle five babies on your own. Like nobody can. She Second she of all, yeah. She's like, I all, am don't call Fiona. Them- <laughs> Hear me roar. Um, she like you can't call them by numbers. And when she ends up leaving and like quitting, she has a baby on her back. Ma'am, that is so unsafe. It's just like a hanging off of her back. Like, what if you and sat down? Secure. That thing looked like it could like break apart any second. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was upsetting. Um, yeah, Jamie's like good luck these babies are tough and she's like they might be tough but i am fiona like she said that multiple times it's like okay fiona i think fiona needed an assistant i really well she tried to get jamie and then jamie went to art club yeah jamie had it it's not fair to expect jamie to do child care she's a 14 year old girl she has a life. Jamie number six too, so that that would didn't help. Like, bitch, I'm out. number one. I was here first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jess, are you the older sister, or is your brother older? My brother is older. And Sarah, are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yes. So you're number one. I'm number one. Same. Pumpery go up even more. I'm number one. Yeah, no, like I thought the same exact thing. I thought that Jamie should have been number one. I don't know why. Like you would think that fiona would want more help and have zoe stay around plus zoe is the only interesting one in the entire movie she is like i need more zoe stream time she also has like the most jokes she's the most supportive of any of them including her like the girl's parents um she's the one who like gets her into art she seems like the most joyful the most fun like brad is just so boring boring brad that's why they call him that just ugh. okay yeah. actually i just have like a big question what is up with brad's parents 
Do we ever like, get an explanation? I, I assume they're just like busy. They're probably like always like at work or something. Like neglect, neglect, Why neglectful, overworking their parents. poor little genius child. It's like he, he's so sad. He's like, I wish my parents would care about my science fair. They don't even care. Where are they? What's the problem? They probably didn't have the budget to cast them. <laughs> they didn't have the budget to cast them. Just get the interns that are yeah. like hanging out at craft services to play the parents for goodness sake. Poor things. Yeah, no, I felt bad for Brad. Um, but I did miss a line from Zoe that like I wrote down. Like she when she's trying to get Jamie to join art class and she's like, no, and she's like, Don't be such a dragola, Jamie. Yeah. See to Cetus. Don't be such a dragola. Oh yeah. Um, was that a phrase in the late 90s? No, that was a Xenon, a Xenon okay. phrase. Yeah, it was definitely Xenon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't uh, watch a ton of Xenon. Uh, oh my God. Xenon is actually a quality decom movie. Oh, I'm so good. Every single one of them. And they've held up because I've watched them. That was the very, as soon as Disney Plus went live, that was the first thing that I watched on Disney Plus was Xenon. I think I watched the Simpsons movie first because that movie was hmm. uh, uh, from my 10th birthday. It like, came out nice. the same day. So mm, I was like, move. I guess know. so. 10th birthday. Like, yeah. this movie's about me. <laughs> this is my movie. Yeah. That was, wait, you were 10 in 2007. We don't need yeah. to do the math here, Sarah. Because I went, on a, I went on a date with Drew um to the simpsons movie oh, in 2007 no. <laughs> so that's how i know that was 2007 that was a long time ago i was already dating my fiance by the time you turned seven ten ten oh, that's oh, what i meant ten oh, yeah lord at least I, I aged myself up a little just now because then jess would have been stressed if i was like seven in 2007 just makes me feel ancient yeah I you but are. you were very happy to turn 30. You were like, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was fine with turning 30. 30 I like thing. Yeah. The only thing is it's like you start to fall apart when you hit 30. So that's the rough yeah. part. It's just like, oh, I have a random back pain. Wonder what's that from? Who knows? So fun. Yeah. Um mm. speaking of back pain, Fiona is a pain in Jamie's back. And oh, um, what a wonderful seg uh segue. I tried. You know, um, Jessica, you like just I let love it happen it. naturally. No, I like to congratulate it. No, I just like give him the credit naturally like i did give like... him the credit very naturally that's how my natural works see how she is sarah's such a funny daddy sometimes look at her look at I her am. i'm very rigid she can't rigid it's, rob. It's her it's her virgo rising that does this very rigid i'm yeah. just like fiona there's nothing wrong with having having structure fiona like for fiona she has the the worst thing that fiona does was number them and not like make them like a unit and not and she them. puts like numbers on their bassinets too like at least put number one adam you know what i mean yeah. i guarantee you if it wasn't for fiona they would have mixed up their children like the dad can't even tell them apart. Can we oh, talk that about that? Oh, that was a good scene. That was a good scene where, yeah. like, oh, my God, you're fired. They're five months old. How do you not know how to tell them apart by now? We're like, yeah, like, so um, what's her face? Jamie was like, let's play a little game. Like, yeah. let's play Switch the Baby. And Let's play you, You're a Terrible Parent, and I'm going to show you, you how. You have to tell me like which baby's which and then like their first response is we love our the quintuplets and jamie's like that's not the question like it's like do you know your own kids and yeah. then they're like i know this kid it's definitely debbie i can tell and it's like that kid 
is a boy. And then they're like, look at this boy. Who is this boy that's right in front of you? And they're like, I know that's definitely blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, look at the face, the dimples. And then like our favorite Eddie was there. Yeah. And then they're like, I know this one. This is my big boy, Adam. That was yeah, my favorite were, scene. Like, and then James was very like, she didn't let them even struggle. She was like giving him all the hints. Yeah, she really, this wasn't even a tough quiz because she gave them far too many hints. I would have been so much worse on the dad. I would have been like, really? You don't even recognize your own children? Do you know what they do with multiples? Um, they Tell me they mark them with Sharpie. I was going to, they could, but oh. it, they paint their nails different colors. Like oh. one nail on like their toe. When they're like still in the hospital, you mean? No, like when you first bring them home. Oh, wow. Because like how, like until you really get to know your kid, like how, how do you know? Like, the Oh first yeah, no, weeks? I am just shading the dad because they're five months five old months. at this point. I know, but they still look like babies. It's not like they're one years old. They still look like babies. And then three of them have penises and two don't. Like, truth it shouldn't be, be that told, difficult. Truth be told, they're um, constantly changing the way that they looked because the Quince movie had to hire 20 plus babies because of child labor laws so like how would the dad even know they're constantly changing <laughs> one of them came out with him. a full head of hair and then we never saw that one again one of them had bright red hair anyway yeah. i don't a, know where we were we were talking about we were talking too. about fiona the nanny and she quits she can't yeah, she can't like, handle the too pressure. much for me but jamie joins our class in a minute in the meantime and, J and fiona's like Oh, it makes Jamie think about how others don't know what is best for everyone because she thinks. And she's like, I gave it my best shot. I will take no money, but I will take my leave. Um, and she, like you said, she forgets someone in the in the back she of her She still thing. deserves and money. Like, she like, had How long did she was there for? Because she, like, it's... She was there for a while. Yeah. So I would have been like, no, I still deserve money. Like, if that's her gig, like... I need some employment. Yeah. Did she break break her contract? Is that the issue? Maybe. But like it's you possible. Can, you should be getting paid weekly, Fiona. Like maybe like, she meant like she won't take the money for that day or something. Okay. Who knows? That's fair. Like I feel like she should but... get like some consistent form of pay, whether it's weekly or bi weekly. But... Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. She needs but, to live. Yeah. But she it felt like she was like living there to an extent. I don't think she oh. was like a live in nanny, but like she was always maybe. there because she's Fiona's like on top of everything. Hmm. yeah um so yeah so jamie's like i'll volunteer to take care of kids and then she has this dream sequence of like her growing all these arms um but as she like pops out of it albert shows up and he's like i'm gonna market the babies for cutie pants diapers and he's like jamie just so you know uh this is about the quince it's not about you so you got to be excluded oh, this guy is the worst like i still feel like in family pictures she should be in there like she doesn't need yeah. to be involved heavily but she's still in the family whatever your face is alfred yeah. albert albert, albert. saved their asses <laughs> they couldn't even afford groceries yeah, until like Abby, albert came around yeah like the dad so, was like we can't afford coffee and she's like but i need to drink coffee or yeah, right we die. have to live yeah so uh, he's like, I'm fine with, Jamie's like, I'm fine with that. And Albert's like, perfect. Um, like I said, I really love his voice. Um, so, uh, but he also did have like sleazy uh, businessman vibe. Yeah. Like he was like used car salesman, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, but he does get them lots of money and lots of like opportunities. And, and he's like, well, we have like a year and which I, I agree with him. Like they're not going to be cute after a year. No one's well, going to care anymore. Okay. No, I would say that one year olds are the cutest because I don't like newborns. But it, it loses its luster, right? Like it's not as like fantastical once they're a year old. It's Two like year olds are delightful little humans. They're so sassy. Um, well, not if you have five of them, I wouldn't think. I think that Sounds we like lost a, a real opportunity to not have Quince too. Quince too, <laughs> man. Get him in the future, man. Yeah, we do not. We need, need a reboot of the Quince too. movie, like just like <laughs> see where everyone's yeah, at. Yeah, we need a reboot of the oh Quince movie. Oh my gosh, what are you talking about? You didn't get enough sleep last night. They Did. would be twenty-two now. All those Quince would be graduating college. Yeah, no, they <sighs> like they would be like two years younger than me. Wow. Yeah. Oh my. God. Yeah. So uh, after this, like Jamie's like, okay, I'm gonna stick to this art because I'm actually really good at it and I really like it. She um, actually was really good at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sarah disagrees, but she's better than Joey from Dawson's Creek at art, <laughs> and she's younger. Uh, well, like, well, also, I... go ahead. No, you go, Felipe. Oh, I was gonna say Mr. Blackmer also like was very. He looked like one of the his drawing looked like one of those like when you go to the beach and like. Those people draw oh, you like, with like giant. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like okay, so I think that like my favorite art by Jamie was the house that was filled with diapers. But yes. When she started like only drawing pictures of her brothers and sisters, I was like, "Please, Jamie, get off the subject of the babies. You complain that they like." rule your life and nobody pays attention to you and the world is surrounded by the babies yet all you do is draw the babies like you can get away from the babies like See, no, more I... no more babies no more the only thing that i did like was like the big portrait of the five of, of, them. All of them behind um, her I... like later yeah and then they hung it up later that's the only one why does she need like 500 drawings See, of the babies i disagree because i think like so she originally draws like the house right with the diapers yeah and then the guy's like okay now you're it's time for you to practice drawing people so i took it as she is learning about drawing people and what better subjects than babies who literally can't move like perfect well, they around the whole time Eh, still. But why yeah. does he need 500 pictures of the same babies? Well, because she has then, nothing else to draw. She doesn't have any other friends besides then, Brad and what's-her-face. Then the teacher should be like, okay, now you've conquered babies. Now move on to something else. She's still in the early stages of this art situation, Sarah. She's not conquered everything yet. And I, I feel like Mr. Blackmore is also like kind of like a therapist kind of artist, like art art. He's like, yeah, yeah thinking about a lot. I yeah. love the teacher. I think yeah, he he's an upstanding gentleman. He's the best. He was like the best one. Like he cared way more about her than her parents. Yeah, to. I thought that he was a good guy. He was very encouraging. He was definitely Jamie's hype guy. He just wanted her to be happy. Um, so I'm all for Mr. Blackmer. I think that he's uh quality, and I hope he. I think that he deserves teacher of the year more so than the, the parents getting parents of the year. Parents yeah. of the year is a crock. I can't wait to talk about that part of the movie because that whole thing was so ridiculous to me. Agreed. But yeah, so the, Jamie's just like venting in art class about how like the babies are referred to as a unit and Mr. Blackmore comes over and is like, Jamie, you got to have an H to H with your parents and just talk about that. And that's when Jamie does the challenge of like, okay, let me, let me, uh, show you parents that you don't know which kid is which 
I liked that going back. Yeah. That was probably my favorite part. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. Like, and then the dad is like, "Oh, we got to talk," and she's like, he tells her about the day she was born and how he loved her, and that was like super exciting. And like that, he is he explains that he's just been at work doing like overtime the whole time, like every yeah. week just to make money. And like, this poor guy, like, he's this uh... is why paid maternity and paternity leave is important. Oh yeah, my gosh, that, that's yeah. true. This is the true tea, my- Yeah. He the the one thing that stuck out for me in that scene was like he was like I loved you so much the day you were born I think I maybe like you as much now <laughs> maybe not he doesn't even say like I love you more than I did when you were born he was like I love you as much as the day you were born it's like really just setting her up to be like the bare minimal like you know. Like, I want somebody to love me every single day a little bit more. Not as much as the day I was born. It's like, what? Like, Jamie screwed up so much that, like, potentially you love her less? She just didn't do anything to deserve less love. I feel like she's just living her life. And, like, you're not part of it. Is that not, like, the weirdest thing you ever heard? Like, I've never heard somebody, like, say to somebody else, like, I love you as much as the day I met you. It's always like I love you more than the day. Yeah, like, if I got married fair. and this was my like, if I got married and this was my um, my husband. vows to oh, my yeah. husband, I'm mean, like, I love you. I've loved you equally the entire the entire equally week. this t- entire time since the day I met you. You know, um, that's kind of a shade, I guess. Try that with Will tonight, Jess. Just, I don't think just, he'd notice. Yeah. I love you as much. Well, yeah. As Who love you exactly the same. What? Who would notice more? Winston or Will? Oh, Winston would definitely notice. He's a very sensitive <laughs> boy. I, he is so sensitive. He's a Pisces. What more do you want? Like Sarah. She has a lot of emotions. Just like me. He is. Yeah. Just like her. Your birthdays are very close together. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so then uh, we're getting close to the first part that I cried, speaking of sensitivity. Um, so uh, Jamie's parents, oh, Jamie's like, oh, yeah, parent-teacher conference is nearby, uh, but they're so involved in the Quince marketing schemes that Jamie is forgotten. And she's like, this was my parent-teacher conference. And it's like this whole parade and basketball players and cheerleaders and circus clowns. And she's like, no, you didn't really think that, right? And she's just there by herself with Brad. And yep. Brad's like, Listen, Jamie, you gotta have a like, you gotta talk to your parents. Your parents love you, and we don't really get. I feel like if they added a little more Brad character development here, it would have made the scene a little better mm-hmm. because then I felt like it was they didn't really earn the moment. Like, we had established that his parents hadn't shown up if you watch closely enough, but like, I for, didn't even realize his parents were at the science fair the first time I watched this. So, uh, yeah, they they are the two. Uh, standards. Also, was parent teacher conference ever at night? I thought that was like, oh yeah. It's usually we had a day night. off, and like the parents. Oh yeah, went that's in. true. Uh, yeah. I guess I, I was never part of it. School night. Back yeah, to that's school what night. it felt like back to school night. Felt like, yeah. I, I gotta be honest with you. Like, if my parents missed parent teacher conferences, I would be celebrating. I would not be mad. <laughs> Were you also a rambunctious child like me? I wasn't like a rambunctious child. I just was troubled. Yeah. So I had a lot of energy. And I wasn't a great student. So it's like if somebody missed my parent teacher conference and I'd be like, score, like no one's gonna yell at me when they get home. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Jessica uh, would be the one that be like, "Please go to my parent teacher conference." <laughs> yeah, I had I had no uh, qualms about my parents going yeah. to a parent teacher. Yeah, conference. that caused me like a lot of anxiety as a child. Parent teacher. I loved back to school night because then I would show my parents everything, like if they had hung up art things. And, no, like, I was it. nervous about that too because like my like stupid face would be like, "What happens if they talk behind their backs about me and like they say bad things?" So. Yeah. Yeah. Very, like I said, troubled, very tro- troubled child. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Did did Albert look a little like Clay Aiken to anyone else? I did mm. not. I did okay. not. Pick Maybe that, I just no. haven't seen a photo of Clay. No, actually, no. I'm thinking if no. he looks like someone else in that like he mold. Like somebody else. I just don't know who Clay Aiken has a moon face. He and does. Do you think Clay Aiken's gonna be on Slayer Big Brother? Yeah. Oh no, he just announced he's running for governor. He's running for governor of like North know. Carolina. Oh, I hope that he's as good of a governor as the dude that we see in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyways, parents try to apologize. They're like, you have every right to be mad at us. And I, I was like, of course she does. Like, And then they're like, let me make it up to you. Do you want to be in this commercial, Jamie? And Albert walks in. And he's like, she can be in. Yeah, sure. And then we cut to the next scene and she's in a giant diaper. And she's like, I'm not being part of this. Oh, my God. How much I money so would pissed. she get, though? If I can get like a thousand bucks to do it, then I'll do it. I don't care. They're yeah. not gonna give them a thousand. She's not bucks. union, so yeah. She's not union. <laughs> union. Yeah, she's not. And any money she makes is obviously just going to like the twins fund. So yeah, it's not I mean, she also gave her. up her allowance for the diaper fund. So oh, that was so she really up. got the shaft in a lot of this film. To yeah. be honest, did y'all have allowances growing up? Because my parents were like, no, yeah. that's some white people shit. Um, yeah, I'm a white person, and I did that shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I had an allowance. I'm pretty sure. I might have had an allowance, but I'm pretty sure that in order to make money, I had to like, yeah, so we had like a little list on the fridge and like, depending on what you did, you got a different amount. Everything had like a dollar value to it. This is why she's so good with money and why I'm so shitty at money. I had to- We're just given money. I don't, did not do one fucking thing to earn that dollar I had to do, yeah, I had to do everything. I had to clean- And this is why she's so good with her finances. And also probably why I'm slightly a neat freak. Like, I just like my house a certain way. Like, no, it's not really like, I wouldn't say I'm a neat freak as much as I'm like very organized. Are you good at budgeting? And do you take, uh, do you take like side projects to like commissions to like help people budget? No, I well, I, I, I like, she's been. I, I've been trying to get her to help me with money for two years now. I tried to help you. I'm not like I'm like okay with money. Like I still treat myself. Like let's be no, real. Like, she's very good. You're, you're very good. You go on like two shopping sprees a year. Every once in a while, I'll just like go ham and buy like a bunch of clothes, and that's like the only time I'll buy clothes the year. You know, and then that- she's and then she says to me like, Sarah, stop like, stop I don't buying know. so many vases. Stop. You yeah, know you like, have a vase I, problem. Like also, you you're like, holding a Starbucks cup in your hand literally right this moment. You have ten dollars in your bank <laughs> no, account. Don't okay, spend don't seven dollars on Starbucks. Sarah, because I have an eating out problem too. Like I like to yeah. like eat Seamless. out. Especially like when I have a long day at work. I'm like, it's so much easier to just like go get some. Like, I mean, I don't food. disagree with that. We do we do get like we do get food out pretty often because that's just something we enjoy doing. But like I would say there's like easier ways to cut out. Yeah. you're spending right? oh, like I, coffee is a big a big spending spot like you can spend so much cop uh so much money wander on a onto a local production and just be like i'm part of the crew and get some like iced coffee and crafty okay i gotta tell you when i worked in the city i got starbucks like every day 
It was a problem. I spent like $130 on coffee a month. Oh, my word. Now I don't commute into New York City and I treat myself to an occasional Starbucks like once every As you weeks. should. You deserve I'm not it. saying you. I'm saying people in general. Well, if no, you're getting like a daily. I suck at money. I'm yeah. saying if you get like if I would if I would have said to your old self, like if you're yeah. getting a daily coffee, like change it to once a week. Make you that a treat yourself re- day. When I worked in the city, you would have reamed me. Would have, probably because you would have done a lot of things so I wouldn't have done. Mad at me. I treat myself bad. when I so we're not in the office currently, but when we are, I treat myself to lunch out once a week. And I sometimes will treat myself to coffee. Usually I honestly just make my own, but yeah. that's because I'm too lazy to stop and get it, you know. What kind of coffee do they offer on a film set, Felipe? Oh, they like make it themselves. So I don't I don't drink the coffee because I'm like, no, this is gonna make me like too buzzed at work. And oh, like, okay, yeah. Yeah uh okay. i i've had their tea when it's really cold they also have hot chocolate but they just like have like coffee and then they have all the kind of milks do they have all... nuggets uh they have like hot chicken snacks. nuggets they have hot snacks before lunch and then after lunch so they're like uh yeah so a couple of days wow. ago do you drink uh, oat milk because i drink oat milk now i have been drinking what's the milk in my head? i think it's almond milk oh y'all want to hear almond a story? Milk. i made this like blueberry almond milk protein shake and then I didn't drink all of it, so I put it in the fridge. And then I like I took it out of the cup yesterday, drink it, and then I like it was solidified into like this blob, and it looked like one of those things that you open a can, like the gravy from a can. Oh no! And I was like, I'm not gonna. My friends were like, don't eat that. Yeah, don't eat that. No. Uh, oh um, no. So oh no. Sorry. Sometimes when I hear that, I go into the TikTok sounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But where were we in this movie? I don't know. You're the one who's keeping the diaper, track the here. You're supposed the di- to keep okay. us on track. Yeah. Well, now we get to the first scene that I cried at. Um, oh my god, we're only. Wait, the I, first thought we, I thought we. I thought we cried. No, I haven't cried yet. Okay, um, what okay. did you cry at? So Brad is telling Jamie they're at the art. Like it looks more like a museum than a real like distribution. Like a. School. Oh, I remember yeah. this. Yeah. And he tells her parents. He tells Jamie that he's jealous of her parents, and he's like, "I would give anything to have my parents look at me the way your parents look at you." And then Mr. Blackmore tells Jamie that she doesn't have to go to GW Magnet. She can do whatever in whatever path. And then he tells Jamie that she's going to be featured in the art show. And Jamie like is like, oh, my God, you believe in me. I was like, that's when the first I started willing. I didn't like full on cry yet. Um, We all just want people to believe in us. And it's true. I think that like Jamie had um, a lot of time of like her parents are just expecting and expecting, expecting. And she really felt like she couldn't live up to what they wanted of her. So to have somebody appreciate her for something that she's actually good at is pretty heartwarming. Mm -hmm. And that's where her teacher comes in and says like, you're great at art. You deserve to be featured in this art show and you're going to be featured. And um, I think that like she was, then afraid to tell her parents that like she is getting into this art show because it's there she expects them to be like well it's not science like what's the point but i also thought it was really nice that they were very excited for her exactly yeah um they were excited and they were hype and then they like were like we'll go and then albert walks in albert cock blocking Um, (laughs) yeah albert's the word yeah he they win um parents of the year and they're having like a gala um hosted by the governor now this is a big deal 
and and everyone's very excited and then jamie looks at the invitation and of course it's the same night the night of the art show and of course like everybody is so excited that they forgot it's a conflict um yeah. and this broke me like when she's like because like kimberly j brown does a really good job at like feeling all the emotions all at once in that scene like mm-hmm. she's like she like bites her lip at once i was like watching her like closely and then like she like she then she has her little tantrum which is like you're, you're really oh, hurt yeah. and she, she runs, runs and... she bolts to school <laughs> am i the only one though who's like sitting here thinking like jamie girl just tell them it's the same night and then they'll cancel like that's all you gonna do girl i just say like hey ma'am out not in front of albert they would have canceled so uh... well she expects that they recognize that it was the same night and then they were like we would rather go but they her their parents didn't even make the connection that it was no the that same was night. really crappy of them to not even um you know. But she just well, I mean, maybe they, they just didn't read the blue font because they also didn't notice that the quints were the well, guests. This is so nonsense. First of all, a really parent read. of the year gala where you're invited the week of is like insane to me. A parent gala in, in general, but also the week of you're invited, ma'am. I need a couple of weeks to prepare myself. I do think that like this gala would be very important. I don't think it's like more important to go to the gala than it is to your daughter's art show, but like maybe a little bit. Like if it wasn't her first art show then maybe i would be like you know just go to the gala yeah if it's like she has an art show every couple months like they they also like probably could try to like arrange to go to the art show before everything happens yeah and then like mm-hmm. yeah but she's uh she's the drama and yeah. she rips up all of her baby pictures and I think that that was a little, a little much, Jamie. Yeah. You didn't have to she rip was up all your real art. Real dramatic in yeah, this she was moment. A little, a little moment, a tantrum, even. Um, if I saw somebody like running, crying like that at school, I would be like, oh, no, 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 I feel like I was like, if I ever had a moment, I was like a private person. I was like, no one near yeah. me. Like she like definitely like had. She was like had a big fire. She wanted. Was, she was the drama. She, she wanted everyone to watch. Am I the drama? yeah i could be the drama yeah she needed to get called into the guidance counselor's office and have a talk yeah yeah are there we only saw one teacher at the school this is mr blackmer like yeah they needed some therapy i mean he was an art therapist um but yeah so i was also crying at this point because she was so heartbroken um and then the report cards come in and jamie has the best report card she's ever had uh, which is wild considering she's probably not sleeping well because there are screaming children keeping her yeah. up all night i think it's, it's like, the fact that she's not getting all this pressure on her like i think that like all so the pressure able to relax her, yeah and, and relax she's also finding herself and like enjoying what she does and she's like she has okay. an a in art now Woo! she has an out a creative what outlet and then do? she like goes home does her homework probably Oh, imagine, I could not imagine having to do homework with, like, five screaming toddlers in the middle of the night. No, how do you concentrate? Like, it's one thing sleep, but it's, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so then we get to the third time I cried. Uh, Jamie, Jamie is pulled out of school because Adam is in the hospital, and she's scared, and then she, like, opens up and confesses to her parents, like, everything that's happening. She's like, I love art. I don't care about science. I don't need to go to the magnet school. Um, The Quints are individuals. They're not babies, and She's like, yeah, Adam got injured, not the, the five of them. Um, and then Albert rolls in and they fire Albert because he's like, we can, we were two weeks behind on marketing if Adam's out, so we can just find another baby. A placement baby. <laughs> Let's see. 
scene when he proposes just let's just get it no one will notice we just can you imagine the tea and the drama if they were they had allowed this right let's pretend yeah. right okay they allow a different baby to pretend to be adam for like two weeks while he's in the hospital and then one of the nurses goes to like you know whatever Stacey magazine will like write about it and there's like an article put out like oh, baby is fake baby included with quintuplets real baby in hospital can you imagine a modern spin on this where like the babies are like big on tiktok and like god yeah yeah then that would be a scandal like social media would blow up about the fake baby so funny um so funny yeah just replace the baby and get the mill yeah do we know what adam had did they say it they never said which is what i was curious yeah um and then Jamie's like, he looks so helpless. And then her mom's like, yeah, he's a baby. He is helpless. <laughs> you idiot. Of course he's helpless. <laughs> yeah. Dummy. <laughs> so yeah, at that point, I had like full tears on my face. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't care that the baby was in the hospital. Honestly, I was, I, I was, I was like, the baby's gonna survive. It's okay. The baby's gonna be fine. No babies are dying in this yeah. movie. Well, I, I was just more like, what does he have that yeah. the other babies didn't get? I wanted to know, and they didn't tell us. And I was like, all right, fine. Babies have fevers all the time. Like when you have a newborn, you're bringing them to the hospital like twenty times a year. Yeah, that's not even that much. Twenty times. <laughs> 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 you're like because babies like. They That's are ten times more time for their trips to the hospital than Jessica takes to the mall. I never go to the mall. I will not go to malls. No, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, anyway. No, but I, I not just the baby, but also like she was like talking to her parents. They were having a moment. I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. Yeah, the moment um, was nice. The moment was nice because she really got to open up, and they were like, "We accept you for your art. You don't have to like science. It's fine." Because now we have five other kids to like maybe become doctors, <laughs> and now it's all on your, not all on you. All they want is to have a child that is rich enough to take care of them so that they can retire early. And now it's not all yes. on Jamie for them to make that happen. Yeah. yeah, they have to decide which baby is going to be the most successful. It doesn't, yeah. it, I mean, if I had to guess, it's going to be Adam. Yeah, they guess Adam is the favorite of the Quins, I feel like. Adam. Adam yeah. and Eddie are the favorites. Nobody gives a crap about Charlie. I didn't even hear them talk about Charlie once. And then, like, Debbie. Becky was almost stolen by Fiona. And who cares about Debbie because it's a bad name for a baby? I mean, mild sexism, let's say it what yeah i mean honestly charlie i'm not charlie eddie looks like the cutest and adam is like the number one they're probably He's so upset boy, everyone's probably so upset because like it could be any other baby but adam please just hmm. not don't let it be adam yeah I mean, he's a chonky boy so he's, he's like yeah him. firstborn chonkiest obvious favorite yeah um one thing that i uh forgot to mention earlier that i have in my notes uh when they're just when the baby is crying and he picks up the baby and they do that scene to distinguish which baby is which he picks up a baby that isn't crying that bothered me like yeah he went to the wrong one like you dumb dumb she's like yeah like oh this is like debbie's hold me cry and then picks up a baby that's not even crying yeah worse Um, he doesn't know how to tell his children apart he doesn't know how to tell when a kid's crying and not crying also that He's never home. He's had to work 70 hours of overtime this week. In the in the toilet section of Home Depot. 
Yes. <laughs> Come to my office. Sit on. How many toilets? Squat on this toilet. How many toilets does he have to sell for him to get like a bonus? Like infinite. <laughs> five hundred toilets. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, please buy a toilet for so me. I have toilets. to buy baby formula, please. He needs it. <sighs> yeah, but at least I hope they got like free diapers from the cutie pants. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that was like the whole reason they did it was just because the diaper budget alone yeah. was gonna run them up the yeah run up the bill. Yeah. So then Jamie's like, okay, after this, I'll decide to babysit with Brad and Zoe, and we'll babysit the Quints. Um, and then uh, the parents go to the governor ball, but the governor is like, "Where's the Quints?" And they're like, "They're at home." And he's like, "Ha ha, you're so funny, but really, where are they?" Yeah. Did anybody else recognize this man? Am I? I recognized him, and then I. It's like Rob Stodd, I think is the name. Ron Knotts. Uh, Ron Knotts. Don yeah. Knotts. Don Knotts. I recognized him from like he was a uh, Mr. Furley, right? Yes, yeah. Mr. Furley from Three's Company. I recognized him instantly. The fact that he wanted to meet five babies was suspicious to me. The fact, obviously, he doesn't know anything about babies because the fact that he would invite babies to a gala is also ridiculous. And the fact that he was like, yeah, these two parents who are like exhausted from having children, these five children all the time are going to have time to come to a gala and not only come to a gala, but show up with their five babies. He like, was so mad at them. Why did he want to see the babies? Like, what are you going to do? Just look at them and be like, yep, those that's five babies right there. It's it, Jess. It's the, it's the, the marketing op. ploy. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's so, the photo op. That's look, I took wants. a picture with five babies. Like, great, I could find That's five a, babies and take a picture too. I mean, <sighs> kind of stereotypical. Like, it's the whole like, oh, politicians like to kiss babies. Like, that's kind of like I guess politics one hundred and one. Apparently, yeah. This governor was like he he was interesting, but he's not the most crazy thing that happens at the end of this movie for me like we'll get to it but yeah so then jamie they realize on the invitation that the queens are invited and then so she calls mr blackmer and is like can you drive me these other two kids and the five babies to the governor's ball and also like so this is like the governor of the state so who knows how far away that is because they have to right. take a bus and a train, too. Well, then, because the car breaks down, and yeah. this teacher is just like, oh, you've got this, right? Like, you three children, you youths, have, have totally found a way to get these five babies. Like, he lets them take so many means of public transportation without any um, chaperones. So, it was filmed in Toronto. Um, so, just like, I think it's it supposed like... to be, like, the Northeast, though. Yeah. That makes sense. I was just like trying to find out where it was filmed. Yeah, there's um, so much stuff filmed in Toronto. Yep. Um, but yeah, back, like yeah. so they end up yep. having to take like a bus, a subway, a whole like it's a whole yeah. mess of stuff and they have to do to get there. Biker dudes just start staring at them, and then all of a sudden they walk into the governor's ball. Each one of the biker dudes carrying a baby was like, if I was their sister or parent, I would be like, huh? Like, uh, yeah, uh, sir, stranger, I don't know you. Please give me the baby back. Please tell me that they they took their motorcycles with the babies. Oh, my God. Is that yes. what they're doing? Why were they on the train? Hang on, baby. We're going. Put your helmet on. <laughs> Ridiculous. You know how, like, the, the, um, like, some bikes have, like, like the back that like pulls up for storage yes like the, oh yeah just put the baby in there perfectly <laughs> safe. we are not meant to be parents jessica this i'm is not so telling this bad. seriously i'm just listen this, this movie so bad i'm not the one who decided to have quince and then take them on public transportation okay not to mention well, like aren't we to be fair about their health 
Yeah, no, I was like, I would not want my babies in a grimy subway. Yeah, but they do make it. And like you said, all the biker dudes hand over the babies. And then Mr. Furley is just like, oh, um, yeah, okay, great. Thanks, Jamie. You can leave. You're no longer, your services are no longer needed. You're the sixth and no one cares about you. Um, do you have anywhere you need to go? My town car can take you. And she's like, oh, actually, if you're offering, like, I have an art show I'd like to get to. And, and then like, nice. And yeah, she lies and, to us and she's like, uh, we went to get ice cream. We had a lovely oh, This is so stupid and annoying. I was like, Jamie, you're not tricking us. You're not tricking yeah. anybody. Like, we all know you didn't go get ice cream. She loves a prank that Jamie. She's such a kidder. Oh my oh. god, Jamie, you're so funny. You went to go I get ice cream. You're so silly. Did you get sprinkles? No, she went back to her oh. art show, of course. Yeah. And the teacher is there and he's like, This is the artist. It's like, all right, calm down, bro. Yeah, yeah and- like who's like surrounding the baby pictures and being like, this is the most revolutionary yeah. art I've ever seen. And apparently, I need to know who who created this? Even picture. after only like five months of being an artist, she's the best the school has yeah. to offer. Okay. Also, poor Zoe, she's the one who's like getting Jamie to do this, <laughs> and Jamie's like, no, I don't want fiddle. to. And Zoe's like has to like be here hearing Jamie get hyped up, and she's like been doing it much longer. She's probably very talented herself. Yeah, with her clay. Yeah. I kind of was like, oh, I kind of want to go make some clay shit. (laughs) Yeah, she does get, she's the big winner, baby. Yeah. And then her parents come out on stage and they're like, oh, as soon as you left, it like popped into our brains like, da-doy, we know what today is. Useless. These people are useless. They really are. Exactly. So her parents she gets showed her up. happy ending. Yeah. Um. She she gets her blue ribbon. They get a photo, and the governor's like, "And I I don't care where we're going." Uh. And Mr. So- Furley gives no f's as long as he gets to hang out with the Quints. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "This is even a better photo opportunity for the num- for the sixth one to be getting an award." Perfect. He should he should go to the parents and be like, "Uh, I'll babysit for you if you're so upset with the kids." They should just. Oh ask I would him not trust Mr. Furley. He'd throw his back out trying to lift one of them. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then we get this like narration that Jamie got into the GW magnet with better grades and letters from Mr. Blackmer, but she was like, nah, and she went to regular high school. Um, and then at the end, she's like, uh, she's drawing something that's like made you look. Um, and she's like, and uh, something else even happened. And then the mom stands up and is like, right. And she's like, <sighs> it's septuplex. And then she holds up, made you look. Haven't I taught you anything? Can you imagine? You're so funny, Jamie. Jamie is yeah. You really got head. me there. You really got me there, Jamie. I can't believe that you were just kidding. Yeah. Uh, it was, fucking it was... Kimberly J. Brown. I, I don't can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's the movie. Uh, do y'all have any final thoughts? My final ahead, thought Sam. is how does Kimberly J. Brown get all these gigs? Um, well, my second anymore. So my second thought is, why does Kimberly J. Brown spend all of her time talking about Halloween Town when we could be talking about Quince? Um, <laughs> Go to her TikTok and comment. Because Quince didn't have sequels, man. Um, she didn't meet her boyfriend on Quince. That's true. Yeah, I why have... wasn't her boyfriend on Quince? Did anyone else notice that uh, there was one scene? I was like, does Albert have three like? piercings on his ear like it looked like oh i did not notice he's a cool agent yeah Yeah. Um, and i wrote down a couple of quotes oh i hated when mr blackmer was like the van broke down and she was like he was like make a plan man yeah it's like all right you're not that cool dude yeah um 
Yeah, like the only other thing of note for me is that Jamie has atrocious fashion sense. Her okay. favorite color is orange, which no tea, no shade. Not my favorite color, but it's fine. It's but girl, not everything. Ha- I wore, I did the orange poof just for her. Um, but like the thing is, is not every outfit needs to have an orange accessory. And her hair was like essential early 2000s like braids randomly placed throughout random butterfly and flower clips everywhere she even had those like really 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 tiny scrunchies that you only see in children's hair and she did like different random pigtails with them she doesn't know what full-length pants are she's always wearing pants that are like cropped around the ankle um interesting fashion choices from jamie uh, that was my only other Her room thought. was pretty cool. She did have a decent room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say like I this movie obviously wasn't how I remembered it, but that's because like every movie when you look back isn't as like exactly, fantastical yeah. as you remember it. But it was still like a decent decom, I would say. Like it's not yeah, one I would go person. back to like immediately. Like I would definitely move towards more like a xenon or something that has like very good music because I feel like a lot of them do. Or like Brink. I remember. Oh, well, that's what I'm podcasting about tomorrow. With oh, ooh, very timely. Okay, so Kimberly J. Brown still is very raging on TikTok. Her latest TikTok <laughs> is like a filter where it like goes through and it's like, how old do I look? And Kim. Kimberly J. Brown is happy to know that TikTok thinks that she looks 17. And she says, Oh well, my God. This just made my Friday. Um, you know what? Good for you. Good yeah, for you. Yeah. Ahead of that, relatable content. When you're two weeks into January and you're eating healthier, and she's looking at spinach. Wow. Relatable content. Okay, but I do love spinach. Brown. Here we go. Here's another one. Uh, her doing a little dance. Um, me on the way to order DoorDash for dinner because I forgot to thaw the food uh, to cook in time and forgot is in quotations. That's relatable content right there. Thank you. Thank you, Kimberly J. Brown. Thank wow. you. Wow. Yeah, she she's all over TikTok. Uh, I did follow her. <laughs> Sarah's just like, if I'm going to talk shit i at least need to back it up with a follow i i mean like i mean if you're gonna be somebody's <sighs> hater you might as well give them the views so yeah that wow. they can make money the last things that i wrote down about the movie i think kjb actually does a really good job with upset acting like um that's yeah, i won't disagree there yeah um i love the score like the the score of the movie i really vibes with and then lastly like the kids could have definitely gotten the babies to the gala without the bikers like i, I have no understanding why she said in, in a voiceover that like they needed the bikers to be there like none yeah, of us so. do so last things about the movie let's like uh mvp lvp and how would you rate this out of five stars mm, okay and do you think you would have rated it higher or lower as a child okay as a follow-up after question. you okay. jessica i also okay. need to think why um my mvp and lvp MVP for me, gosh, I feel like I have two options here. I think for MVP, I'm going to go with um, the teacher. I feel like he got her into art. He was very supportive. He, like, didn't downplay a lot of her, like, emotional outbursts. Like, he understood what she was going through. And he wasn't pushy, right? He was like, join our club. It's fun. But he wasn't, like, overly pushy. He was just like, oh, well, whatever you love, do that. So he is definitely my MVP. What about you, Sarah? What about LVP? 
Well, I was going to go LVP oh, after okay. we all said our MVPs. Right. Uh, I mean, like, I want to give it to baby Adam, who is my favorite baby <laughs> of all the babies. But I think you're definitely on track with the teacher. I'm not going to lie. Kimberly J. Brown did a good job. Like, I mean, she yeah. did a fine job. A fine job. Is she a better actress than baby Adam? Probably. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That's that. Yeah. I, I was between KJB and... Uh... Mr. Blackmer, but I feel like Mr. Blackmer had the most like positive change on her yeah. life and the story. Um, so I'll give it to him. But in terms of my favorite baby, I would say uh, Justice for Charlie. Uh, Justice, the un- who's your MVP? The unsung hero of the entire movie is Baby Charlie. Yeah. So Justice uh... for Charlie is definitely going to be the hashtag. And then I can go first for the LVP. I feel like it's like pretty clearly like either Albert or the governor for me. And I feel like the governor was like at least Albert had more of a reason to like be obsessed with the uh, babies like it's his money as well like the governor was just like yeah just was overly obsessed with the babies besides the one photo op that he wanted so that sorry mr furley you got my lvp Hmm. about you sarah who's your lvp uh i would say like the parents as a collective unit like they both suck um i'm not going to individualize them because they couldn't bother to individualize their five children so um i would say the parents i was gonna go strictly dad i think dad is worse than mom simply because mom just had five babies coming out of her cooter like you know give her a bit of a break (laughs) why am i saying cooter that's disgusting fine her vagina her vahine can't you just say hoo-ha hoo-ha her hoo-ha Five babies shot out of down there. And I'm sorry. She's probably uh, stitched up to her neck. (laughs) Okay. You're getting, you're getting the hook. You're getting the, you're getting pulled off the stage, (laughs) ma'am. Anyway, I give her a bit of a break. The dad seems to be more pressury about the science stuff and stick to the plan, the plan, the plan. Shut up about your plan, dad. So he's getting my LVP. Yeah. We're a condom if you had such a plan. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, yeah, I was also thinking uh, Fiona could have like been in contention because she didn't want to individualize them, but she like uh, also Brad's parents, but they never showed up in the movie, so I felt like I couldn't justify oh, yeah. it. I mean, there's uh, a lot of LVPs. Like pretty much everybody's yeah. an LVP, except for Zoe. Zoe's also Zoe's a gem. Yeah. So uh, and then stars. I feel like I give this like a three, three point five ish. Like the it's no full court miracle, which was like transcendent for me of like decoms from that era uh that i've watched on the disney channel on the brazilian dragon podcast uh but it's also no high school musical or camp rock like my classics um Mm, so yeah it's it's like i think it's like a solid movie like a 3.25 feels good for me yeah you said this is out of five right yeah interesting like back in the day i would have given it like a full probably five out of five i was really feeling it today today i'm feeling like a 2.8 is where i land yeah i'm in a similar boat to match our two 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 thirty viewing time actually yeah i take it back 2.30 yeah (laughs) yeah i feel like for me there is like 20 minutes you could trim off of this movie find your spot like you like take out the governor thing like no one cares um, although I love Mr. Furley. Um, but I would say like a two point I'd say it's like a solid like a two point six. I would put yeah. it like a, a little Honestly, above. You could probably half. shave off the Fiona stuff too. 
Like you could just yeah, there are stuff from... you could you could pull back a little bit of the the plot. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, and I think the Fiona stuff was only like five minutes at the end of the day. But I feel like you could have just like jumped right to the Albert stuff. Like yeah. as soon as they're born, they had camera crews out there, so like, yep. it seems natural. Yeah. Um, I had I had a thought, but I forgot my thought. So uh, we can get it back. Like, think of hopefully. the thought. Uh, I definitely liked yeah. this movie more when I was a kid. That's the other thing yeah. I was gonna say. Definitely. Oh, uh, is it better than Halloween Town, Jess? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Interesting. I would say yes. Better than Halloween Town one, probably. But I think I it's like not as good. The story is stronger. Too. Like the script is probably better. But I would rather watch Halloween Town. If that makes sense. That's I how I feel. Never like, watch Halloween think, Town ever. Again. I'd rather watch Halloween Town two than watch this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Debbie Reynolds. I can't disrespect her. Debbie her Reynolds. Life. No, no, no. I'm. I will never, for the rest of my existence, watch Halloween Town one. You're gonna ever have again. to watch three. I said Halloween Town one ever oh, again. Okay. Are you gonna do Return to Halloween Town or just be, uh, two after Halloween Town High in 2023? We're or? going. We're every year. We'll do another Halloween Town until it's over. Okay. Yeah. Even it's if it's Sarah Paxton and not KJB. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're going to have to discuss it. We'll have to do that's that's the that's, that's the thing. I mean, we we yeah. we are totally fangirls of Kimberly J Brown forever Obviously. and ever. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you follow her on TikTok, of course you are. I follow her on TikTok. Um maybe maybe by thing um by Halloween I'll buy something from her Etsy shop. There you go. <laughs> Support, gotta yeah. support her or else she'll have to make 500 more youtube videos about halloween town yeah <laughs> um anyways we can start winding things down unless you'll have other stuff to talk about quince wise no um, so do you wanna i don't know who to ask for because you have so many similar plugs but yeah. plugs and also yeah. where can people keep up with you and anything yeah. pop culture that you're consuming that you think everyone in the world should listen to oh. or consume okay well you can go for sarah yeah, so we you can find us at Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We cover Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek Weekly. Um, we also do um, monthly bonus content, sometimes with a theme, sometimes not. Uh, this month we are covering Final Destination um, with Ariel. And then we are also covering The Little Rascals with Melissa Denny. So um, th- that definitely does not have a theme. So <laughs> that, there is no commonality between the two. But here we are. Um, aside from that, you can find us at Shit90spot on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson. Um, and then also, Jessica and I are covering the new HBO show, The Gilded Age, which is from the same creators as Down Abbey, Julian Fellows. And you can find that um, on the PSR network. And that is starting uh this coming in this i mean it starts it's starting on the 24th so it was real real soon and uh you can find us like i said at post show recaps for that yes jessica any yes. additional stuff from you Yes, you can find me on Post Show Recaps, both on community building for the show Community, and also I just finished up coverage on the show Yellow Jackets, a Showtime show, um, where we podcasted about every single episode. It was really fun. If you're a 90s fan like I am, you have Christina Ricci in that show, just like obviously an icon. Um, so go check out all of that um, over at Post Show Recaps, and you could find me at the Jess Sterling. I tweet and retweet everything I'm up to anyway, so. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, community building, you're going to get to my favorite episode of the entire show this week. And with one of my mm. favorite people, nonetheless, AJ Amazing. Morris. We love yes. that. I'm that so actually, excited to podcast with AJ. 
that was my first choice of an episode, but I was also very attention hungry. So I was like, let me pick something season one because I don't I don't have the patience to wait for like late yeah. season two. <laughs> yeah, well, at um, least it's someone you like that's going to be on with me. Yes, so that's no, I fun. love that episode. Um, debate of the century. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, fun. So and AJ did debate. Uh, I think so if you even you, better. Yeah. So uh, speaking of AJ Norris uh, on the Brazilian Dragon Network. AJ Norris and Jay Debro just started a Pretty Little Liars rewatch podcast called Two Can't Keep a Secret, and that's in the Dragon's Babies feed and a Two Can't Keep a Secret individual feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've Did you having... hear that they're having a reboot? Yes, I think that might have been the impetus for them like starting Amazing. Yes. And AJ's never seen the show. Jay has seen it twice. Oh, wow. And I dropped the first episode yesterday, and it's oh. a wild time. Um, they talk wait. about that's awesome. They talk a lot about Tony Hawk. You would be surprised for a Pretty Little Liars rewatch podcast. Oh, to focus on him. Um, additionally, uh, after this podcast, I'm going right to talking about another set of babies, the Rugrats in Paris. Uh, oh. do, you, do you have any thoughts on the Rugrats? Oh in Paris? my god, I used to love that movie. Yes. Is that is the that one the... where? Sorry, go ahead. Where the is that where they're like vacation all literally wanted? Was that your question? Exact, that was my sick. It was Angelica sings it. Oh my god! Look, it was literally the question. So I think that's the regrets go wild because I watched it. Uh, and I don't. Why do we remember. both think that? I don't know. <laughs> well, this is the one where Chucky gets a new mom. Yes, Kenny's mom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, Kira spoilers. Uh, Kira's a queen. Uh, we love her. Uh, and Coco Labouche looks a lot like Yzma from Dempers. I'm excited to talk about that with my friend Taylor um these dumb babies going from one set of babies to another uh That's and then amazing. like i mentioned uh, a brink podcast coming in your feeds a geek charming podcast nail movies will come back eventually we just having a lot of fun just talking about some movies for the time being and busy yeah and then hopefully we'll get back up with some of our other projects a high school musical the musical the series season three had some announcements today or oh not today this my. week with corbin blue joining the cast and jason as well. And uh, someone did text me, Jason Earls is definitely going to be trying to cosplay as a teenager, right? Like he did on Hannah Montana. Oh, no. Um, so, and you can find everything Brazilian Dragon at Brazil Dragon Pod. I retweet everything there and it's on all social media. And Sarah didn't plug the shit 90s website. So go check that out. But Sarah was very, is very helpful in getting me set up with the Brazilian Dragon Podcast website. So that's BrazilianDragonPodcast.com. Um. That's all from me, I guess. And unless you two have any final things to add. Uh, oh, pop culture plugs. I forgot that. Oh, yes. You know, so two shows I've been watching lately. I've been watching The Great, which is a Hulu show. It's like kind of like a spoof on like Catherine the Great. It's very funny. Um, and then I've also been watching um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'm currently on season two. It's like a, it's a musical. It's very funny. Mark um, keeps trying to get me to watch that. I think you'd like it. It's really funny. Um, and if you like it, you'd probably also like one indescribable podcast, which is Adam Todd and yeah. Lindy. Um, my friends, they have a podcast about that, which is they're very fun too. So I started watching it because I knew they were going to podcast about it. And then it did hook me. So I'm in season two of that. So those yeah. are two things I'm enjoying. I give them the subscribles, but I don't haven't actually watched the show yet. Yeah, so. it's good. You would like it. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, any pop culture plug from you? Um, so in regards to pop culture, like this is kind of like old news, but, um, 
I've been really obsessed with Taylor Swift's Reputation album in particular. And there's a song on it called uh, Call It What You Want. And I think it's one of her most romantic and beautiful songs. So if you're not familiar with Call It What You Want, I would suggest that you give it a shot. Um, It's kind of about her, like, love for her new boyfriend at the time um and i mean she's been with him for so long but i I think that like a lot of people don't realize reputation is actually a very romantic album because they think it's just a revenge album and it's not i think it's probably her most i think it's more romantic than lover so i know it's like old news but uh i say give it a go well my old news is even older because i recently i've been listening to music of the sun by rihanna on repeat this week so oh yeah yeah when is rihanna coming out with new music i think that she's going to have her own baby album we want the album well um apparently like beyonce has her own tiktok now so people are speculating that she's going to come out with some new music soon well so have I ever told you this? I, I'll say this on air. I don't care. But uh, that if I ever got on Big Brother, you know how people do the shout outs when they go vote? My yeah. shout outs would be like saying hi to a celebrity. Be like, Rihanna, we want your album. We love you. Especially because like, <laughs> you know, Rihanna watches Big Brother. Yeah, so, that's going to be a cease and desist for you, Felipe. Yep. <laughs> Where's the album, Rihanna? Like, Because I know Devon was talking about the album on the live feeds. But no, you have to go a step further and do it on the live show. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, uh, shall we just hashtag justice for Charlie? If you got to the end of this episode and tweet yeah, at us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe Charlie's uh, Purple Charlie. Give him his moment. He'll be the star of the, of the revival. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And until, until next time, we are Quince. Bye. You want to clap in three, two, one. Oh, was I supposed to clap? <laughs> we fine. can do it again. Three, okay. two, I thought that was one. Great. Clap. That was, that was good. worse. <laughs> that was worse. I felt like it got worse. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Fast. You're speedy. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I just. You're ready to tango. It's like one, two, yeah. three. One, two, three. Yes. Jess and uh, I are a waltz. A waltz. A waltz. Her being sure. a waltz flower. A waltz flower. Yeah. Anyways.
precious to me, cute as can be.